I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Tone Tech Luthier Supplies, your absolute online solution to all guitar parts and upgrades, and their new tone-up range of high-quality guitar hardware from Sever Innovations, and introducing their fantastic new line of stainless steel replacement guitar saddles, featuring innovative appointments to improve tone, increase sustain, screen response, attack, and dynamics. The tone-up replacement saddles springs, intonation screws and saddle height adjustment screws are precision crafted from high quality stainless steel. For more information and to purchase your own new set of tone-up saddles or indeed any guitar upgrades or spares that you can think of, visit tonetech.co.uk or follow links in the description of this podcast. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Celestian and their brand new Ruby Alnico guitar speaker. Purpose built to create rich, beautiful vintage tones, the Ruby oozes a richly musical warmth with mellow highs and a smooth, sophisticated mid-range that always seems to sound just right. The classic Alnico speaker shape and lush, deep red colour ensures Ruby really looks the part in your cab and guarantees that no one could possibly mistake this remarkable new guitar speaker's family history. Check out Celestian's new Ruby at retailers including Lean Business in the UK, Tube Amp Doctor in Germany, Algam in France, Eco Music in Italy, Ebeloud in Spain, plus Gear for Music, Toman and The Back Shop. And in the USA, you can buy through retailers like Sweetwater, Musician's Friends, AMS, Pass Express, Loudspeakers Plus, and of course Amazon. And for more details, check out Celestian.com. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jay Cross. Hi, Joe. Mark Packham. Hello. And Matthew Knight. Oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. That's right. And uh, Happy yeah, days yeah, are here again. We're, we're here. We're at like 230-something. What, Jay? You're looking at me. No. No, no, no. Come on. Say what you were going to say. I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. All right, no, then. no, I'm, I'm with you. Oh, happy, good. oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. When 
I don't know the rest yeah, of the lyrics. I, don't know what it is. I thought it was good you doing the baritone there. Oh, thank you yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah, appreciate that. Barry Barry Barry's tone. Barry's tone. Barry's tone. Anyway, anyway, you know, it's it's October and it's giveaway. Rocktober, month. they it's call it. Do you Rock-to- know, oh, you know, we, do you know we've that? You know that, that in 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 a, in a musical instrument trade, October. Yeah, it's actually, Rocktober ro- because rock music is what you play with a guitar. In some places, it's Dry October as well, which is ridiculous. Stop, Stop, I would have thought Tober. Dry Dock Dry Dock Dry Dock Tober. Anyway, so we're uh, we're doing a month of uh, giveaways for uh, for <laughs> <October>. free booze. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to go. I'm doing a I'm doing a booze free month. That's, like, that's a bigger joke than. <laughs> um, but yes, anyway, this week. Um, we are teaming up with G7th Capos. G7th Capos have actually made us three custom Guitar Nerds branded Performance 3 Capos, one in gold, one in black, and one in silver. Um, the G7th Capos featured their Adaptive Radius Technology, or ART, which means you can use them on any guitar you know, with it, with any fretboard radius, which is uh, which is rather lovely, and they're also compact and very rugged, and basically way less likely to break than any other capo. Because my capos, with the spring, they're always the spring's always falling out. I keep having to put the spring back in, but not with these. If I win one in in uh, this, uh, you can't. We were just going to get those, and we're just going to give another one away. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's, and, and anyway, all you've got to do to enter uh, to win is head over to our Facebook fa- page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum, and comment on the pinned post for this week's giveaway, telling me which color capo you think you should win. In addition, Eargasm are also uh, giving all guitar nerds listeners a ten percent discount um, on all Eargasm products on their website you just need to head over to eargasmearplugs.com and use the code tgn10 at the checkout huh, there you go that's that's my bit what why is everyone looking at me like this you're talking little... okay you're right, talking fine. like an actual like presenter well that. it's a presenty bit the g7th capos are really good though they i actually, are. Do you want actually to talk about those. you bought them around today and we've sort of had a play with them firstly the ones we're giving away have got limited edition guitar nerds graphics yeah. On them. They've not been used though. We didn't use them. One of them has been taken Actually, out of the yeah, box. Actually, yeah, this this one did get used. The black one has been slightly used because uh my my girlfriend's dad lost his and had a gig and <laughs> asked me if I had a spare capo and What just on you? No, he, yeah, always he called me when I was pocket. about to leave. So oh, okay. I was like, and he was like, do you have a G7th? I was like, well, I can give you my ordinary one. He was like, I'd really rather a G7th. I was like, well, the only ones I have for gi- uh, for giveaways. And he was like, I'd really rather I had the G7th. So I had to, had to bring this along anyway. I didn't want Does to- the G in G7th stand for giveaway? Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. How many okay. have, we got, have we got seven to give away? No, we've got three. Oh, we've okay. got one gold, one silver and one black. Okay. okay. The black but ones. There, where the, are the other four then? Uh, Joe's taken them. Oh, okay. Uh, well, there's four of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the one that's been used, pre-used, is the black one. So whoever wins that, not only has it been used by Joe's girlfriend's dad, uh, yep. it's also been used by us here just to sort of test oh, it out. that's true. We did test it out. So I've been a G7 user for a long time. and uh, Yeah. I mean, I, not often that I use a capo, but when I do use a capo, it's, it's been a G7 for pretty much since they came out. Uh, we did a little rundown recently of the different models, and G7 version 1 is the one that I've had for ages. Right. Still works really well. Um, and this new one, even better. It's really good. Oh man, they they are really good. I mean, you know, in in it, you know, it's, it, capos, I guess, are capos. But generally speaking, capos tend to be really quite 
they're quite large and long and spring-mounted, which means they don't especially fit in your pocket or anything like this. And I understand the convenience of having something the size of a G7. Yeah. And actually, this whole catch thing, the way it looks on, I think is really good. They, I mean, they are pretty much generally... Ex- accepted to be the best Definitely. capos right? Absolutely. On, on the market. So one of the that's what you get with a capo designed by an engineer rather than a musician. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're one of the only ones where you put it on your guitar and you don't have to retune normally. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Like normally okay. I find that if I choose a cheap capo, you put it on there and then it's like, oh, I'm totally out of tune and I need to retune. With G7, something about it just means like, okay, well, I'm basically there. Maybe a small tweak here and there, but it's generally all good. Oh, so. Yeah, well, they uh, they are certainly very good. So, yes, listener, you can uh, you can win one of those over on the uh, on the Facebook on the Facebook group. Head over, check out the pin post. Tell me which colour you want. That's a that's a great way to. Well, how do they win? Yeah. By the way, oh, they just comment. I pick. Oh yeah, uh, I should have said that, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, usually sorry, how yeah. contests work. I didn't write that <laughs> in my little script. Yeah, so we're going to be announcing the the three winners on next week's episode. We'll also. Yeah, but how do they enter? I've just told them. I've just said they go to the Facebook group. He said it twice. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. You comment on the pin post and you tell Joe which color which color you want to win. You want to win exactly black, gold, or silver? Silver for legal reasons. How do we select the winner? Uh, we are going to select them based on which people we like the most. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, we, it's going to be a random selection. How m- they have to? Uh, they have to be. They have to like a certain number of pages that we deem accessible yeah. and appropriate. Yeah, fine. But yeah, what I'm looking for is I'm going to go onto their Facebook pages, Control F, and type Patrick Swayze in. And if they have spoken positively about Patrick Swayze at some point on their Facebook page, they win. They win. That's not true, is it? No, I'm just going to pick it randomly. Right, You're going to do it on like uh, Google Shuffle. Or... Yeah, it, there's one it, of those there's, things. There's like yeah, that, there's loads it? of those things. Yeah, Google sh- Google Shuffle. Ran- yeah, random number things. generator. Yeah, there's a random thing. Anyway, that's that's what we're going to do. And next week, we're also going to be announcing the five US only winners of the Eargasm earplugs. Um, in fact, that competition is still going on, so you can enter that by um, by commenting on last week's. Um, there's no Google post. Shuffle. Okay. Yeah, but there's there's other types. We'll, okay. we'll figure out a way. We'll figure out a way. And then, you know, we'll just pick the people we it's like. giveaway mania. It is giveaway mania. Anyway, it, you know, following suit from, from last week, I've spoken about the uh, the giveaway. And now I'm going to pass it over to you, Mark Packham, because you've written in all caps on our show notes that as soon as I'd finished talking about this, you wanted to talk about Patreon. Yeah, so I gave a bit of an impassioned speech last week about uh, the importance of signing up. Do you know what? I actually don't care. Okay. Because, you know, right, we live, really violent. We live <laughs> in the digital economy. We're not forcing you to buy a product. His fists are clenched. If you've been consumed they are actually. If you've been consuming this for every week for the last well, five years? No, six, six years, years we've been doing a six podcast. Six and a half years almost. And mm. uh, and you haven't been contributing to the Patreon. Shame on you. No, not shame <laughs> on you. <laughs> um, no I mean I, I've barely contributed. Well yeah, and we we're here every week. That's our contribution. I, I meant me specifically. Oh, oh, you mean you have contributed? No, yeah. I've not. Uh, not really. What to the Patreon? You don't have to. You're on the podcast. No, actually, funnily enough, you, I yeah. I currently <laughs> contribute to the Patreon I should, because I, I had to test something last week, yeah. so I had to sign up and I've forgotten to. We'll so, refund you that dollar. Okay, thank you. I so appreciate that. What I wanted to say is a bit of a recap from last week. If you like the podcast, you've got options for um, contributing to the Patreon from one dollar. We talk about it every week at the end of the podcast, but I know a lot of people don't make it that far into the podcast. So I wanted to. Give <laughs> 
give a shout out <laughs> right boring. at the mm. front of the podcast to to Patreon. Um, so if you want to support us in any way, that is a way to do it. But uh, as an extra bonus for Patreon members, you are going to get access to Guitar Nerds Live, a brand new podcast that we're going to be running. Have we decided on fortnightly? Yes, you just decided it now. Yeah, that's, every, that's, that's every two weeks. Every two weeks, we're going to be doing a live show for Patreon backers, and the way we're going to be doing it is through Discord, which every, is... Sorry, every two weeks? Yeah. That's quite a commitment for yes. us. Well, it's only it's a mini-series. There are four episodes. It's fine. No, that's not true. I reckon we just keep doing it. We keep running it. Mm. Every two weeks. We see how we get on. Right. But anyway, so it's through Discord. And Discord is a uh, like a chat program where you can basically, you'll be able to listen to the show live and you'll also be able to contribute either with text messages via Discord or you'll actually be able to call into the show. And we're going to be taking live callers straight to air. It's going to be like LBC. Dangerous. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, God. Um, and um, yeah, so the way to do it is sign up for Patreon. Anywhere from the $1 tier and up will get you access. Um, and I haven't turned it on yet, but you'll be able to... Um, uh, get connect your Patreon account to a Discord account. Download the Discord app, and then next Sunday from eight PM UK time, or say next Sunday, it's this Sunday, right? It's this Sunday, yeah. Which is what the eleventh? No, that's the Friday. It's the thirteenth. The thirteenth Sunday. Oh the... my gosh, October Sunday the thirteenth. Oh, it's the spookiest remember, day. remember October the thirteenth, spookiest <laughs> day of the year. Um, we're going to be doing a live show. It's going to be me and Joe, probably for what an hour, maybe. No, I mean I told people half an hour, but you well, know we'll, you we'll haven't read any of the we'll stuff. End up, that I've we'll pitched. end up doing an hour, whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can you can join in. We're doing it on uh, Sunday, so it'll be like Sunday night for people in the UK and Europe, and then it will be like Sunday afternoon ish for people in the states so if you want to get involved uh, all you need to do is either yeah sign up well you need to sign up for patreon we'll connect that to your discount uh, disc- we won't do anything well we'll get you to connect it to your discord account and then you can use the app on your phone to listen and talk uh, or you can use a laptop whatever um if you've got a laptop with a nice microphone connected even better it's, it's gonna be fun it sounds spooky and as someone who doesn't know anything about technology let me tell you it's not as difficult as it sounds you no, basically you did a good job. You install you. you install the program and then you can get involved with it. Install the program. You download the app. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, download right. the app. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're good. We're there. Right. Um, but we'll put full details. If you sign up to the Patreon, we're going to be sending out something this week that gives a full rundown of how to get involved in the show, what you need to download, what you need to do, and some like guidance settings for Discord as well. Because we've discovered you can make your mic sound a bit better, so we'll include all that as well. Fantastic. You could yeah. just sign up for a dollar, and then also you get all the back. Ep- do you get the back episodes of Patreon? Uh, no. Five dollars and above. Oh yeah. Okay. Ignore me. Yeah, yeah. You get the extra half an hour every week. So yeah, yeah. There's loads of stuff. You know the deal with Patreon, but just sign up, support the podcast. You know, basically, if everyone who listens to this podcast sub- like support us at the one dollar tier, we'd be millionaires. None of us would have to work. I like my job. Mm. Well, yeah, I do as well. But I mean. I like making guitar nerds and that. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. Okay, we would still keep our jobs, but we'd all buy suits made out of gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. How yeah. yeah, about that? I want that. I want something double-breasted and pinstriped, made out of the pinstriping from, like, Gibson's Les Paul Customs. <laughs> like yeah. actual binding. Actual binding. A suit made <laughs> from binding. Nice. Anyway, speaking of guitars, let's talk about guitars, Mark. Should we okay, talk about well, the, other this isn't stuff? strictly about guitars. None of my stuff this week is particularly about guitars, right. but this is a bit of a sad one. Um, so, Kim Shattuck uh, from The Muffs passed away this week and uh, wanted to do a bit of a shout out, really. It's not often that, you know, when someone in the kind of gear community, musician community dies, that we talk about it particularly on Guitar Nerds. A lot of the time because. 
it's usually not someone that close to our heart. You know, it'd be like an old blues man or something, and we're like, oh, you know, that's sad. Um, but the Muffs for me are like legitimately one of my favourite bands, and this is pretty uh, grim, really. It's like. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, she was very young in her fifties, which is uh... yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, passed away. Um, had ALS, uh, which mm. I think is motor neuron disease. Here, yeah. I think that's what it's what it's called. Fifty six years old, which is you know is gutting. But uh, they're kind of one of these bands that for me, like you put on one of those albums and it is incredible from start to finish. And but like not that many people know who they are. She's probably actually more famous for doing um, the female vocals on Laurie Myers by No Effects. Um, which is, you know, like one of their big... She was in the Pixies as well. Yeah, mate. I was going to say, you you can still have avoided this. This is easily the the biggest thing that she was a part of. Not really, because, I mean, she was only in the Pixies for like a year and a half or 18 months or something. But on the two important records... No, she's not playing on a record at all. Oh, didn't she? No, just oh, touring. Right. Um, so, or oh, that might be a lie. One of the singles, maybe no, she might no, be on. Yeah, she. Um, I'm but sure she was not on an album. Record. Definitely, definitely not an album. Um, and yeah, everyone should check out the Muffs basically because uh, they're they're all really good. Recommendations would be the first Muffs album, which I believe is just called the Muffs. She and was on Surfer Rosa and Doolittle. That's yeah. not true. She... You're thinking of Kim Deal, oh, yeah, who is the original yeah, Pixies yeah, bass player. Um, yeah, no, she was like uh, a, a touring bass player essentially, and was super was like left the band and was taken over. The bass bass playing was taken over by uh, who's that? What was that bass player called? Good stuff. Sorry, what was that bass player called that had the Squire signature? Eva. Eva Garber. Eva Gardner, I think, was in From the, the Mars Volta. Yeah. yeah, I think was in the Pixies for a bit. Okay. Anyway, so go and check out the Muffs. Uh, the two records to listen to are the first one, which is called The Muffs. Second one, which I believe is called Blonder, Blonder and Blonder. Um, and they're both really good. And also interesting guitar that she played as well. Gretsch BST 1000, bringing it back to gear stuff. I don't even um, know what that is. It's a solid body 70s slash early 80s uh, Gretsch known as The Beast because um, it was the BST. Um, it kind of looks like a stretched-out Gibson Marauder. bit weird because the humbuckers are, like, super close to each other, um, but it's like a massive offset body shape, weird kind of Gretsch. So that's worth checking out as well. They don't come around very much. You don't really see them. They were kind of super rare. And when they do come up sale, it's usually Muffs fans that buy them because it's become a bit of a, an iconic guitar. So um, that's my shout-out for this week. Go and listen to the first two Muffs record, they, records. Sorry, They are wicked. Um, and, yeah, sad news all mm, round. Yes, sad news indeed. Um, well, actually, you know, moving on to some opposite of, of sad news... Perfect segue. Yeah, thank you, thank you. My segues are are excellent. Um, yeah, we I, I put it out on my own social media this week, but um, I've started a, an online guitar shop called the Harlequin Guitar Club, uh, which I thoroughly thoroughly recommend listeners you checking out. It's uh, it's a uh, it's a fantastic place where uh, you know you can you can get hold of uh, loads of weird boutique Japanese stuff. So what I'm basically specialising in is is all that cool 70s, 80s, 90s era um, uh, sort of Fernandez, Grecos, Bernies, Orvilles, that sort of thing, and a handful of other bits and bobs as well. And and some uh, a surprising amount of Martins, actually, that I'm working my way through at the moment. But it will, it's, uh, it's, um, it's going to be kind of an ongoing... Um, you know, shop with new stuff coming in all the time, and there's loads of cool stuff on there at the moment. Thoroughly worth checking out. It's just a just a reverb shop, but uh, 
but yeah, I'm I'm really chuffed with it, and I'm really chuffed with all the all the stuff that we've got up on the on the uh, shop. Pictures look good. Yeah, pictures look good. Yeah, yeah, they they look great. They're, that's my uh, my little studio space. Um, What's your, it's your garage. It's my garage. Best yeah, way best garage. way to find it. Just Google Harlequin Guitar Club. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, check it out on reverb.com forward slash uk forward slash shop uh, forward slash Harlequin dash guitar dash club wow that is not a catchy uh yeah. catchy <laughs> earl is it we no. can change that if you want yeah, yeah. i mean I, I yeah can't... when do you get get that changed mark I, I mean i can't get rid of the shop bit but i mean i can change it to harlequin guitar club in one thing if okay. you want i think you should just uh get uh brojanton.com mm. and then just redirect it no that's a better idea that is a better idea i should have called it brojanton but yes it's uh it's it's uh there, there is some there are some cool bits there at the moment i've got like uh I've got an Orville on there at the moment, an Orville Les Paul Custom, which are which are pretty much rarer as rocking horse poo. I uh, I was a big fan of those. It's actually really really good. It's really good. Of all the most of the things I've got on there at the moment tend to be like Les Paul Les Paul Customs. It just happens to be what I've got hold of at the moment. But um, man, some of those the Greco Mint collections, they're really really good guitars. And the Bernies, the Bernies are great. I'd say my favourite thing that you've got at the moment is the SA seven hundred, the kind of like three three five style Greco. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, outrageously cool guitar. The SA seven hundred, kind of one of the premium um, sort of uh, uh, Grecos they made in the late seventies. Really annoying thing with Greco, they didn't serial number before nineteen seventy five. So if you don't have a serial number on a headstock, you know it's pre seventy five. It's like between seventy two and seventy five. Actually, dating some of these things has been the hardest part because Bernie virtually never use serial numbers either. So you have to work it out based on, like the Bernie Lesbo Customs, you work it out based on the shape of the sort of uh, the copy of the Gibson uh, logo on the head. Not the logo, but you know the weird sort of diamondy shape. Yeah. it's They changed that a few times. So you're looking at the shape that that is because they have different names for them. One's called a lightning bolt. And then you have to check the colour of the pickup of the pickup cabling. And then that will give you a rough sort of three, four-year area that the, uh, the the guitars are in. But, yeah, really cool. Got some Tokai Love Rocks, like the early ones. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I was uh, learning all about the sort of the Tokai Love Rocks series because they uh, – in in 1980, when they started making them, they were they had a slightly different name for them. They were called like um, uh, called like Rock Reborn, uh, and they, they only did them like that for a year, and then they changed their name to to Love Rock, and they were the Love Rock models. But these guitars were they were made specifically exactly to the spec that Gibson were originally making them in. So they're really like a really high quality guitar, just you know. At a fraction of the price because Gibson's not on the headstock. But yes, listen to that. It's my new project. So go and check it out. You can also follow it on uh, on Instagram at Harlequin Guitar Club and and on Facebook. But it's co- it's full of really cool guitars at the moment. It's it's good to see a bunch of that stuff in the UK because you in Japan you you see a lot of it, but it's expensive over there and obviously it's difficult to get back. And you see all this cool stuff that you just want to get hold of. So it's it's really nice to see a bunch of it actually in the uk like no one's got anything like that no yeah yeah exactly i think it is quite a unique thing which is why i'm so glad to be doing it so yeah listener check it out it's uh it's it's uh it's awesome anyway enough uh, enough shout outs uh for today um we should uh, we should talk about some stuff um can I do not a shout out, but a correction yeah it's in fact not ava gardner who uh is the um bass player in the pixies it's paslin chantin um who had a 
um, oh, what were they called? Traben, I believe, signature model. Oh, Traben, I believe. You mean was... those bases that had like the, the huge mirror scratch plate? Yeah, it was like a mirror scratch Let plate. Me... And was wasn't the bridge like a big one piece moon thing? Let wasn't me... the bridge the scratch plate all yes. in one? No, I remember those. It wasn't Traben. It was right. Luna. L- oh, Luna, Luna bases. Oh, wow. Yeah, Luna. Um, yeah. The, uh, the reason I got confused is also she's a P bass player, um, and you know, you know, with very similar tastes, like sixties, seventies P basses, um, and obviously that's in this business. That's how I remember people is like, what guitar do they play? Of course. Um, so yeah, Paslin chanting. You, you forgot this time around. Well, yeah, but that's because the bass is so similar. Um, so, yeah, Paslin Chanton is still the bass player in the Pixies. Oh, there you go. There you go. Fantastic. I actually went to see the Pixies recently, do Stella Rosa and do little... Um, Stella Rosa, the uh, Fidelity Guitars model. You mean, I mean Surfer, Surfer Rosa, Rosa, don't I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I went to see them do those uh, back-to-back. It was very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. What I really liked is they literally did those two EPs back-to-back and then left. I thought that was kind of good. There was no encore because that was what they were there to do was to play those two EPs. But, of course, those EPs are about 20 minutes each. <laughs> so they play 40 minutes. <laughs> Bish, bash, bosh. Lovely. Yeah, in, in, like, the roundhouse in how London. Much, how much are the tickets? I don't know, 60 quid each, I think. That's yeah. fine. Never seen them. And, um, really, really great band. Someone I'd love to interview for the podcast is Joey Santiago, guitar player from the Pixies, because he has one of the maddest, most individual guitar playing styles Ever, I think. In what way? Well, in the fact that a lot of the time he's like not playing notes. He's just kind of like making feedback out of his guitar and sure. like Great. hitting it with stuff. And he's like Perfect. not really like you listen to the records and you're like, oh, he's made a lot of noise there, but he hasn't really played a note. Isn't that kind of like what Ed O'Brien does in Radiohead? Yeah, but this is like a long time before. Okay. Um, and like he's doing. I it. don't really know anything about the Pixies other than that one song. Pixies. I just, I just don't really know much about them so i mean i guess like they're very good i kind of got into them through listening to when did they start frank black and the catholics i've got a feeling it's 1983 but let me sorry 1986 okay so they were just like slightly before the kind of indie rock boom i would suggest um and you know obviously they went on to kind of influence nirvana and that kind of thing and that's how people sort of get into them but is that have they like always sort of sounded like this like that, I think they kind of invented that. Yeah, you know. Okay, um, and 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 have caused a lot of bands to kind of sound like that. Yeah, since, um, but I mean, literally, I'm just on their Wikipedia page now. The last sentence of the opening kind of uh, spiel is their jarring pop sound influenced bands such as Nirvana, Radiohead, Smashing Pumpkins, and Weezer. It's yeah, like okay. this is kind of the nucleus of where all of that came yeah. from. Well, I think Kurt Cobain said that the things like Smells Like Teen Spirit are like a direct Pixies ripoff, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the um the kind of setup is interesting because you've got you know Frank Black who is just like playing a telly and kind of just like you know chunking away on the chords, and then you've got Kim Deal just playing a P bass, like one of the kind of most iconic P bass sounds of all time. Really thick, kind of like just chunky. She's got the really um kind of like silky technique, like just it's, like it's just that all downstrokes, um you know just sort of straight root. Everything's very yeah. everything's very. Uh, linear straight it's like yeah, yeah. chunks these are four notes in in a bar of four and 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 it was just all about the tone that weird over simplistic sound i, I absolutely love the pixies because they they always used to juxtapose that that kind of simplicity on the bass with like the most unusual that like deliberately out of tune guitar notes along yeah, yeah. with the, uh, jo- fantastic band. joey santiago i'd love to get him on the podcast just because i i want to know why he plays guitar like that 
because it is like he does he does some real like simple melody stuff but a lot of the time it is just kind of noise and particularly like back in the day like i've heard frank black talk about their setups and stuff and they were just using like pv bandits and i just want to know like how they got such like a monstrous sound out of like you know transistor pv amps and yeah he's got this um joe santiago's got this kind of like lesbo custom that he's always used um and i'd just like to talk to him about it and be like how why did you play why did you do this yeah i mean they're a yeah a super weird band anyway we're going to for the first time in a long time do a little bit of a mailbag Mailbag. Now, our mailbag this week only has one product in. I'm sorry, Matt Knight, you actually haven't had a chance to check this out oh. yet. Don't worry, you can check it out next week when you come down. Oh. Or this week later. But uh, me, Mark, and Jay have had a chance this week to check out the uh, Balaguer Guitars Fission Drive, uh, which is their their sort of uh, preamp overdrive pedal. Um, Mark Packham, you were a massive fan of it. Hello. Yeah, really good. And, you know, it's a drive pedal, so I was kind of not really, you know, I wasn't expecting to be blown away by it. But much like uh, the uh, Redbeard Red Mist, which, again, has has come out in the last few weeks, um, there seems to be a trend for, like, I don't want to say, like, metal pedals, but I want to say self-contained pedals. Right. So pedals that you don't necessarily need anything else to make a great sound out of and I, I got that feeling from the red beard um and i also got it from this in that it's just a drive pedal that you could basically plug into any amp like we were we had it in the front of what's your amp jab princeton princeton, yeah. Yeah. princeton um and it made the princeton sound like a pretty competent metal amp um, <laughs> well which, that is one of the settings that you can have on it the, the great thing about the fission drive is it is actually very versatile yeah yeah i mean two voicings on there vintage and modern um the vintage is kind of styled after like an orange from what i remember um yeah. and the modern yeah it's got very much a kind of modern take it's a bit more yeah, it's much tighter tighter and scoopier. a bit kind of thinner sounding yeah. yeah um but yeah being able to switch between the two is good to be honest i much preferred the kind of vintage sound it was it was fuller and thicker I mean, yeah. it's just, I think, you know, the sort of things we listen to, we like low mids and, and mids in general. And, well, I uh, mean, and also we had it plugged into a Princeton with a Fender Mustang. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it was it was replacing a lot of those frequencies that we wouldn't normally get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But quite an interesting setup controls wise. Yeah. So two band EQ and then you've got your voicing switch um, and then you've got pre and post EQ gain and then a master volume as well. Um, and really just need to kind of have a play around, blend the two gains and, and then, you know, tweak the master volume to suit. I found that on the vintage setting, I was actually adding a bit of top end, rolling off the bottom end, um, and then pretty much having the pre and post like set to like twelve o'clock, just somewhere really? in the middle. Yeah. And it I, was it was it was good, it's satisfying. I found the pre tended to boost a lot of the a lot of the the high mid and treble frequencies that were coming out, and post was really thickening everything up. In yeah, the, in the low end. But yeah, like a super versatile pedal that I think was capable of of like really preampy low drive tones right the way up to kind of really fuzzy stuff there were some of the things you were doing on the vintage side certainly when you were were just hammering the low end it was kind of getting a little bit it was that that uh, it was the gain stage was starting to collapse a little bit it was yeah, starting yeah. to sound a little fuzzy which is super cool this week's episode of the guitar nerds podcast is sponsored by orange amplifiers and their Tremlord 30 guitar app a very orange take on a classic cool 1950s amplifier it's a 30 watt 112 all valve guitar combo with two foot switchable valve driven tremolo speeds and two spring reverb tank everything you need to deliver high quality vintage inspired boutique-esque tones in the near indestructible shape 
chassis of an orange amplifier. Harking back to tremolos made famous in the 50s, the 12AX7 valve-powered tremolo oozes versatility and depth. With crystal clear clarity and buckets of headroom, the Orange Tremolo 30 is the latest in Orange's run of meticulously designed pin drop perfect amplifiers. Visit orangeamps.com forward slash tremlord for a detailed overview, sound samples and links to dealers worldwide. But it doesn't go too far. It doesn't go into like crazy fuzz tones or anything. No. It's like a, just a good cranked vintage orange. Um, and then, yeah, on the modern side, very much a kind of modern rock sound, you know, yeah. very clean, very tight, very precise um, drive, you know, not too much kind of fuzz around the edges. And super reasonably priced. Jay, how much did you say it was? 199 In pounds or in dollars? In USDs. USDs, which is, which is not a chunk. I kind of, I think we all expected it to be a little bit more because it is a very, uh, it's kind of quite, it's, it's a standard chassis, but it's quite a, a very well-built pedal and well-presented, very professional looking. Seems very rugged. I like the fact that it's got see-through knobs. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like a see-through knob? It's uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a quality pedal. Made yourself laugh with your own yeah. joke there. <laughs> no one else did. Anyway, that's the Balaguer Fish and Drive listener. Definitely check it out. It's super cool. Let's do some news. 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 Uh, for the rest of the year, where <laughs> we're not going to have to pass it over to you to talk about a new boss product, we're going to get I, I accused hope, of being biased so. again. I hope so. I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four, four product launches in five weeks. Um, so yeah, I've had my work cut out for me, and then we, in in my opinion, we saved the best to last. Um, I really like this product, and I've had a load of fun with it recently. The Boss Katana Mark II. Um, this is the all-new hardware version of the Katana. Can you believe it's three years since the Katana came out? No, it cannot be three years. It it came out two weeks after I started working at, um, at Boss. That's, um, that's mad. Yeah, that seems very weird. What, so that's 2016? 2016, yeah. Still August seems like such a new product. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, we've actually updated it every year as well um, through software, but it, it sort of got to the point where we're like, look, we want to you know, address a couple of things and make a couple of cool changes to it that actually I think really, because it's it's maintained basically the same price, um, that make it just such a, a killer amplifier. So we've added five new amp variations on um, just through the click of a button. So we, again, not having to scroll through loads of menus, there's just a variation on each, each sound. Um, wait, 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 what do you mean? So where you've got cl- acoustic clean crunch lead brown, yeah, um, that's just a little button that's a <gasps> variation that oh, just gives wow. you an alternative uh, version of each an one of those. An alternative voicing for each one of them. That's yeah. great. Oh, that's cracking. Um, the big thing was we've changed the effects controls from single to dual concentric. So one thing that, oh, thank goodness. to be honest, until you start messing around with it, you you don't realise that you can only have a booster or effects or yeah. effects or delay or re- and then just reverb. And if you want to turn on an effect, you have to 
scroll through the booster first. So you have to like your amp has to go super loud to get to the effect. So everything now get is up on... to get down, mate. I've done that many times, exactly. like thinking, like, oh, I just want to put the effects. Oh no, wait. But like, it's not, yeah. I mean, that's it's not a exactly. massive problem because you would just you normally you just find that you set it and save it and you save it as one of your channels. Yeah, but then... the, the the I guess the, the problem is is that um you could only have three effects on at once if you're dialing it in on the panel now with these you can actually have all five effects on at once that's very want, good it's really nice um so they're the kind of main hardware things but there's two really nice features um to a couple of the models so all of them have a power amp in feature which i think is brilliant because effectively now the katana 50 is a 220 quid class ab power amp for multi-effects <laughs> which is amazing so you, so, can you know if you with think things 1000 or... you know things like um you know line six power cabs or or you know even if you go down a like a friedman frfr cabs nearly a thousand pounds well exactly and and, and think about i i know mark you didn't like the product but i i was singing the praises for the line six power cab as being something that the industry needed and and now, and now the guitar well, is and, and, and the interesting thing is quid. With, with the power cab, it's obviously a, a full range speaker modeling guitar speakers, and it's a class D power amp. Where this is a class A B power amp and a proper guitar speaker. Yeah. So you can you could even use it with um, preamp pedals. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you wanted to, you know, if you took something like one of the Victory preamp pedals, for example, and then used this as your your powered cap. But you could you could you could run the old katanas straight into the effects loop. Yes, but we've added some extra controls in the software to control some of the frequency range and the level of that. So it's similar to running into the effects loop, but we've added a dedicated control in because you've also got an effects loop on the hundred and the power amp in on the hundred as well, which right. is quite nice. Um and then on the hundred watt models only we've added a stereo expand Wait, what's um, a stereo expand? So you can basically link one katana to another and then a bunch of the effects and stuff run in stereo. This is the coolest thing that I think you've done on this amp. 
Yeah, it's it sounds amazing because basically what it does is it takes one one is like the master amp and then one is kind of like the slave amp. So when you turn on the expand, it will turn off all the controls bar the power amp and the power control, and then you just run your foot controller, for example, into the main amp, and then you've got a stereo rig. So things like um, there's a stereo pan delay, there's chorus that you can run um, dry wet on. So you can run, yeah, basically a stereo 100 watt Gitana rig for less than 750 quid. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good, isn't it? Um, so yeah, so it's it's kind of like, you know, we've made some big hardware changes. Like that. We've changed the software. We've made the software a little bit easier to use and to understand. We've added a pedal board mode to the GAFC. So if you buy the foot controller with it, um, your presets now have a separate layer. So you can change preset. Then you hit the effects button and then it's like a pedal board. So you can turn all the effects on and off individually as well which is really nice. So it kind of eliminates the need for having any other pedals. You can have your booster and, and your delay on there per per patch. Is, and then we've added things like a pedal bend, so you can add that in as well via an expression pedal. So That's that's amazing. Is that is that a new foot controller that's released for it? No, the foot controller's been out... Actually, the foot controller, bizarrely enough, the GFC's been out for maybe about 10 years, but it works with every single one of our products. Um it's a really really clever <laughs> foot controller but yeah no it's uh when you plug it into the katana obviously it's it's programmed to give you a bunch of extra stuff as well to work just with the katana so yeah and that's the whole 50 100 100 212 and head have all been updated in the range wow how about that but the uh the, i guess there's no change to the speakers in them so the cab stays the same the, the cab and the weight and the speaker are the um, pretty much the same as the right, last ones yeah um it, it was just kind of like we didn't really want to change the core feel of a katana because there's loads of people that love katana already um and you know it, you don't want to change something that is already kind of good <laughs> you know so we kind of just want to add in the things that maybe would add more advantage to people things like the dual concentric controls especially for the fact that you don't have to scroll through menus i think that's a big thing you can literally just dial everything on the top panel um and now you've got control over all the effects in one so it makes it super easy hello dear listener i'm just dropping in at this point in the podcast to uh, to remind you or to let you know if you weren't already aware that as the podcast is sponsored by tone tech luthier supplies they are also offering all guitar nerds listeners 15 percent off of anything in their online shop so you can head over to tone tech luthier supplies .co.uk and use the code 15nerds at the checkout for a discount on any guitar upgrade you can think of. Pretty swag. Super cool. Yeah, what a, what a fantastic product. Um, and a bit of a shame for it to get an update because I, I was like, I really liked the, you know, the original. I, I, I didn't want to have to buy, it, buy another well, the fun, thing. The funny thing is on the forums, everyone's been like, oh, I've, I've only just bought one. Which is obviously a, a, is a shame because obviously we can't stop production of an amp for like a year to wait for people not to buy one to release a new one. But those people are like, oh, it's it, it's all, you know, it's all changed. I'm like, well, you had a good amp yesterday. And you've still got a great amp today. So all we've done is just release another model. That's um, saying you don't you don't have to buy the new one. Nice, you know, if you need an amp, the new one's fantastic. Yeah, I've got a katana. I'm probably not going to be upgrading to two because the extra features I don't particularly need. Like sure. I, I use mine for my living room. I don't need stereo. But if you're in the market for a new amp, mm. Katana 2 sounds absolutely. absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. What a fantastic product. Jay Cross. 
let's talk about the pedal that we tried to talk about last week, probably on the Patreon episode. I can't remember. Was it on the Patreon episode or the main episode? Uh, Patreon, I think. And then mm. we ended up talking about that ridiculous spaceship thing. What the the Play, Play X. X? Yeah, no, it's not a ridiculous spaceship Which, thing. By the way, the greatest by the way. pedal of all time in all robotics. I don't want to again big up Patreon. I don't want you to have to spend money. But if you're going to check out a Patreon episode, last <laughs> week's would be a good place to jump in. Yeah. Possibly um, one of the funniest episodes we've ever done. I I've since. <laughs> I've since gone back and watched the videos for the Play Expo Audibotics. Audibotics. I now understand what it does, which is something that we clearly didn't understand when we recorded that Patreon episode. Turns out... I mean, not through want of trying. Actually, actually <laughs> looks super interesting. It's an effects pedal that you can connect a camera to, and you can live stream directly from the pedal. But go and check out last week's Patreon episode, <laughs> where we clearly didn't understand that from the literature available. Um, do check it out. Yes, absolutely. But Jay Cross, JHS have released a, a new pedal. We won't. We decided we weren't going to do this one. We, oh, balls! There it is. Yeah, balls Jeez, indeed. Balls. Sorry, I thought we weren't. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to do this one, so I, I closed the window. It's because it was on the lower yeah. part of the <laughs> yeah, page. Literally, yeah. it? <laughs> uh, would you prefer to talk about the uh, the deep space device? Yes, I would yeah. because okay. I've I've sorry JHS and your cheese balls, um, but I've been. Good job someone reads the news, AJ. Yeah. I've been yeah. I've been looking at the uh, deep space devices uh, radio bright. So Deep Space Devices is a company that uh, sounds fantastic. But Not someone we've spoken about I'd before. actually never heard of them before. And, you know, I was reading a, reading a press release and I, I went on their Facebook page and I've got a couple of, you know, mutual, a few mutual friends who... They're from um, Al. They're from, yes, Alabama. Oh, that's Alabama. Yes, it's Alabama. <laughs> You're right, Matt. <laughs> Matt just oh, fell off his chair. Just, I'm just <laughs> laughing at Joe. Uh, yes, they're from they're from Alabama, and uh, yeah. So basically, the the, um, the deep space devices radio bright is a ring mod delay, uh, which is quite interesting. So basically, there's two modes. There is um, like your kind of standard mode, and then there is mod mo- mod mode. Mod, mod mode. mode. Mod mode. <laughs> bring back mod mode. Don't, no, let's not talk about mod mode. <laughs> bring, back, bring back mod mode. <laughs> Don't get them started. So in the regular position, uh, basically the ring mod just goes onto the trails of your delay. That's quite interesting. Yeah, it I'm is. I'm kind of into that. Yeah, I thought it was a really neat little feature. But if you're, you know, big into your ring mods, mm-hmm. so Joe, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm literally looking at I you. I use a ring mod often. So uh, what you can actually do is you can switch kind of the emphasis so that the emphasis will be on the ring mod as opposed to being the delay with the, the ring mod in the trails. You can make it so that the main focus is on the ring mod itself with the delay being a secondary part of the um pedal itself R- seems seems really really cool so you've got a couple of different um waves for the uh for the ring mod so you've got I, square and saw which are kind of standard for your ring mods the two foot because it's a dual foot control yes. pedal is that one for the tails and one for the main ring mod uh i don't it know like a tap? It, it isn't really very clear to be completely honest with you i have tried reading the uh press release i've also been on the website and it doesn't it just doesn't seem to be particularly clear. Oh, here you go. Foot switches. Um the right foot switch is uh momentary. And so basically your left foot switch is on off for the pedal, and then the right switch, moment momentary foot switch that slowly ramps the delay feedback. Oh. So basically it's self because it's self oscillate like the RE20. Oh yes, that's what I want. That yeah. sounds really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so really cool. The uh, I tell you the downside to um 
deep space devices. Right. And that is when I went onto uh, Facebook to look up their page, just to see if I could find out a little bit more about them. Um, the first two words of deep space devices is deep space. And of course that led me into uh, one of the other suggestions that came up was deep space nine fan club. And so basically whilst you guys have been talking, I've been on, <laughs> I just got distracted completely. <laughs> this is why we couldn't talk about the cheese balls. <laughs> yes, because right. I was looking at deep space nine memes, essentially. So, <laughs> But it's a super cool pedal, top mounted jacks and, you know, a really cool design. It seems like a smart It looks great. Brand. I mean, the artwork is fantastic, which as we all know, is the most important part of any pedal. Absolutely. Um, it's where the tone is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, the, all those... All all those paint flecks. Uh, so yeah, I think I think this looks great. Really, really interesting. I and don't know if they have that much in the way of distribution over here because I've know. never heard of the brand. No, I mean, I maybe I'm just a uh, a fool, and they are very popular. But uh, yeah, I've I've uh, I've never heard of them before. I've never seen them in a shop before. One nine nine US dollars as yeah. well, price wise. That's really good. It seems pretty good for for a pedal that's doing you know a fair <laughs> amount of different stuff. Um, <sighs> So yeah, something interesting. Definitely one to definitely one to look out for. Oh, um, there's one of their artists is the world is a beautiful place and I am no longer afraid to die. Mm. I was just seeing if they were being played by people, which is which is pretty cool. Great band. I put them oh. on once. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I really like that band. Yeah, which great which, show. which which version of that band? The did they have their singer at that point or poet guy? Poet guy. They, they did. I hate all of your music. Just saying, poet guy poet makes me think. Guy. I hate you they so had, much. They had a guy doing spoken word on the top of I one hate, of the. I own, hate you so much. <laughs> I don't know. No, that was a really good record. I thoroughly well, enjoyed I, it. I'm. I think you might be mistaken between. I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm 100. Um, they did one album with a vocalist. Okay. Well. Yeah. 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 They're not like a. They're not an instrumental band. It was the, as far as I'm aware, the original lineup. It right, was, yeah. I put them on just after the first record came out. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I really like, really great band. Yeah. Very good band. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, they're called The World Is A Beautiful Place and I'm No Longer Afraid To Die. I mean, it basically sounds what you expect it to. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Yeah. Mark Packham. Hello there. You like the Beatles. Okay, this is not the pedal I thought you... Why are you doing these in a completely random way? Yeah, that's, because that you, was my issue as well. You're supposed to have read up on these in advance. Joe, you've got to remember then... that we've all got real jobs. And so the first time okay. we look at the notes is well, we after st- we've eaten right. and before we've started. Okay. And as soon as we sit down, you're like, right, everyone, let's go. Okay, Mark Packham, why don't you tell me about the Electroharmonics Overlord? Right, if I said to you, three-band three active EQ... With wet dry mix, gain control, volume, and switchable mode, uh, like normal or boost, plus uh, input sensitivity for keyboards, line inputs, or guitar. Yeah. And then I said to you, 73 pounds. Crikey. You would say. I'd say that's heavy. You would say that sounds great. That's that's that sounds you heavy. Pedal. British pounds, GBP. Oh um, wow! Electroharmonics have re-released. Well, not re-released. It's a new release. The Operation Overlord Nano. So Operation Overlord was there. It was like a dual size. I forget yeah, what they're called big, now. It was a big old pedal. What are the bigger ones called? It was the one that the micro pog is in. Yeah, Neo. Yeah, Neo. Um, it was one. No, isn't Neo still small? No, they had XO. XO. That's the one. Executive XO. officer. Yeah. So the Operation Overlord initially launched. I believe at the beginning of this year, maybe it was Nam, no, something like uh, that. I think or it was a bit longer. Than end that, of I last think. year, um, and it was in the XO casing. The reason being primarily was that it was a stereo pedal, um, with the idea being that you could use it for guitar, you could use it for keyboards, use it for drum machines, um, because it's got a very very powerful 
powerful EQ um, and a good range of sounds. So the idea being you could use it for everything, essentially. Versatility. Um, unsurprisingly, it seems, uh, I would take a guess that most people that bought them were guitar players and probably only wanted it in the mono format, um, which meant that that box is too big for most people's pedal boards. So, um, as they are want to do, Electromonics have downsized uh, into the nano format um, and kept uh, all, oh, most if not all of the original features. So yeah, three band active EQ, uh, wet dry mix, uh, gain control, master volume, and then two different um, switchable modes, normal and boost. Described in the press release, normal uh, has a low to medium overdrive, uh, and uh, the extra stage being like adding another stomp box overdrive in the front end. Oh, that's quite cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, as always with Electromonics, you know, there's so much variety in their range. You know, it's why would you pick the Operation Overlord over any of the other drives they do? Oh, but the versatility on this, this totally. is kind of more a Sansampier. Totally. And I actually, you know, I kind of think it's called like Overlord because it's almost overkill. There's too much on there. But again, 73 quid. Yeah. You know, it's like. I mean, that that's kind of everything that you want. You've got a three band EQ, crucially that wet dry mix. Obviously, you've yep. got your gain and volume control. Actually, foot switchable boost as well. So you don't even have to switch between those, uh, those two settings. You don't have to choose bet- between them on the permanent. You can have that. On, on a separate fist, which as well. I think this is a really great oh, yeah, product. Yeah, you can actually. Yeah, for a, for yeah. 70 quid, this is a fantastic product. Yeah, so you can connect basically a one-button foot switch to it and have switchable boost on yeah, off. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That, that, is, that is an awful lot of bang for your buck. Yeah, totally. Um, I can see this being a sort of pedal that someone would walk into a guitar shop and say, I don't know what to buy. I just want a versatile drive pedal. I've got 80 quid to spend. You're, you're right on the money. This is um, ideal. Um, I tell you, I think that's a shame about this. Is it's not going to be able to be considered for Gear of the Year. Why is that? Because Why? It's, the, come, it's come out this week. Because the Electroharmonics Tri Parallel Mixer has oh, already won yeah, the category of, course, of yeah. Best Pedal. As I've mentioned in the last few weeks, and not even unveiled to you guys yet, we've changed the format. Or I specifically have changed the format of Gear of the Year. So there may be a chance for two pedals from the same brand to compete. Oh, is this how we're going to make that's sure that Boss and Fender win, win everything? Yeah. 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 <laughs> gotcha. Okay, gotcha. okay yeah, fine. I'm in. That's good. Yeah, in all seriousness, though, I really want to try a tri-parallel mixer. It just seems like a great piece what of kit. What was the tri-parallel mixer? The tri-parallel mixer, Joe. <laughs> I think the clue is in the name, Joe. Is a <laughs> parallel mixer with it's... three inputs, so believe it or not. you can just plug three guitars into one pedal. No, it's like three effects loops right. in one pedal. So I could plug three pedals into that pedal and then control them via that pedal. <laughs> you can just use it as like a A, B, Y... Z, M. Z. I'll put an M in there probably yeah, yeah, yeah. there's lots of ups you, and downs basically what you can do is you can have three pedals plugged in at once and you can run those three pedals in any order in parallel, parallel. to your dry guitar signal right but I assume you could also just not pl- not plug the return in and send your guitar signal out to three so it's, separate yes it's a absolutely. way of adding a wet dry mix to a pedal that doesn't have a wet dry mix uh yeah Exactly that. But three pedals at once. Three but pedals at once. I can and do that with three pedals. Yes. Right. And the reason that I think this is good mm-hmm. is because, as we have... If you'd ever listened to me say anything, Joe, right. you would have known that I really like the Interfax Harmonic Percolator, but I find it difficult to use because it's so overpowering mm. and destructive. Mm. It is very all-encompassing. And the other thing that everyone knows about me mm-hmm. is the P-Bass sounds great. Right. That's the thing people know about me. Yeah. Is the P bass sounds great. You and, do uh, have a nice P bass. Uh, well, thank you. 
<laughs> and I want to be able to hear my nice uh, sounding P bass um, alongside the destructive sound of the harmonic percussion. Yeah, I, I can understand. It just seems like a quite a large pedal to it just for the sake of a wet dry mix. There's three effects loops in there. Do you know how big those things are? Of yeah. course it's big. Yeah. It's yeah, got fit three in there. Three effects loops. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can you believe anyway, he doesn't know how big an effects loop is? Anyway, speaking of fantastic pedals, good segue. Terrible. Hudson Electronics. You've actually got one sitting next to you, Jay Cross. You've got Hudson Electronics Broadcast. Broadcast. Fantastic pedal. It's got a big Everyone switch on them. it. Listen. It's oh, a great oh, switch. That is, a really, that is really a fulfilling sound. Hey, it sounds like we're running a click track through the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. uh, zinger. Yeah, the Hudson Electronics Broadcast, what an absolutely fan, uh, fantastic pedal. Available, they did a limited edition run of pink ones, didn't they? For either, they did. Either Peach or Joe's pedals. I can't remember who had the limited edition colour. Something like that. So one of those two. But uh, yeah, it was um, an absolutely fantastic pedal. Um, Hudson Electronics have just... Just unveiled an Ariel Posen signature broadcast AP preamp pedal, uh, which is very cool. Kind of a similar thing to the broadcast, just with some of the controls altered and and some of the sort of the tonal elements altered to be in line with uh, what 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 Posen was after. So the biggest, um, the biggest thing is germanium to silicon. That's, that's it. A yeah, quite big thing. That that is obviously a big. <laughs> a, I can't a big believe thing you just tonally you just stole your. Yeah, well, that's, Your that's big fine. Reveal. That's fine. I don't Matt. Mind. Matt, Matt can do that. Matt can do that. That's fine. But okay. basically, what that what that means, listener, is it's going to it's it's more designed for uh, kind of low gain drive, um, and it's going to have sort of a less flubby, uh, slightly tighter, uh, less drivey, uh, low end. Um, it's going to be smoother, super smooth, and it comes with uh, it comes with less controls actually. So I think all you have is a gain and a level, and then you've got uh, that that very lovely flick switch uh, sort of o, uh, gain control that Mark was uh, just messing around with on our this standard one. broadcast. Um, that that's 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 the one. Yeah, but what a fantastic! It's it's a great pedal. This is a really cool. This is a really cool adjustment to a, a pedal that's great. Anyway, I kind of think the normal broadcast is perfect. I want to hear this Ariel Pose and want to see if I like it. But I'm a massive fan of, of low-gain drives and sort of preampy things rather than anything that's, you know, too full-on. So this could well be an alteration that, uh, that you know, I, I, me in particular, I'm a, a big fan of. I think it could be great. What do you think, Matt? What do you think it's going to be? Well, if it's anything like the original broadcast, uh, I think it's going to be pretty damn good. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh... I mean, the thing is, is obviously every time you hear um, Ariel Posen play, it's kind of like, I mean, that dude is making a baritone steel guitar sound absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and to most people, it's you pick something like up, and it's bulky and heavy, and they don't really sustain very much in the kind of when I've when I've tried anything like like that before. So, I think this kind of offers. That drive pedal in conjunction with that just gives him that right amount of growl, especially for kind of slide playing as well. So, and I think the thing is, this is an Anderton's exclusive as it well. Is, so, yeah, no right. doubt it's going to sell out um, pretty damn quick. Oh, yeah. So, UK exclusive. I'm sorry, people in the rest of the world. But um, Hudson Electronics, honestly, if you're if you, in general, if you're in the UK or anywhere else, you've not heard of them before, check them out. Their entire pedal range is absolutely fantastic and shockingly reasonably priced considering the 
the build quality and the and the incredible sound quality you get from their sort of entire range of pedals. Very, very good indeed. Matt Knight, let's talk about Dr. Z. Dr. Z. Dr. Z. <laughs> let's talk about Dr. Z. Dr. Z, you know what? I love Dr. Z amps, and Dr. Z amps was the first boutique amp I think I ever ever owned um do you still own a dr z i don't know mm. i've had what did you have a red one you had a red i've one. had yeah i've had a couple of the maz juniors and a maz senior and i think i've had one other one and in the shop for a while we had a route 66 which was their two kt66 like 45 watt one control amplifier um They're kind of a, a similar sort of thing to that what, what's the brand of amp that you have now uh morgan the morgan kind of a similar well, thing yeah no the the dr z's i always find are like the ultimate kind of spanky american amplifier if you want to put it um in some way they're they're kind of bright they're really sharp sounding um i, I guess kind of like the ultimate fender I, actually i'm not gonna i don't i think they're totally unique actually i wouldn't say they're really ever kind of based off anything um but the the Jetta, which is their new one, is a thirty watt combo. Um, now they're using American words here for the valves because I know of the English American valves are pretty much the same, but they use different um, like codes. So they're saying the amplitudes are seven five nine ones. I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not 7591. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like an EL3484 um something like that. I, I do don't know. What? know. I'm not sure that's true actually in no? this case. I'm just looking at what for valves who are kind of like yeah. the go-to people for uh finding valves in the UK. And actually I can't see them called anything other than that. Yeah, no, JJ Tesla 7591A or 7591S yeah, yeah, yeah. Tesla valves. Um, that means you don't even need to plug them in. They're wireless. Genius. <laughs> you should keep them in a box in the other side of the room and they'll just work. That is smart. Yeah, yeah well, you know, smart fella. Originals have been hard to find, so these are kind of the best modern alternative. Um, bright top end for bright top end guitar amplification, which is where this amp comes in. Um, so yeah, two seven five nine one valves, two twelve AX sevens, and one five AR four rectifier, um, and then a simple volume tone master volume. Oh yes, I love and it. I love a simple need. front end. I mean, this is the thing. These amps are always dead simple. They sound really, really good. I mean, if you're a Strat or a Teddy player, they are incredibly bright. Um, so they work really well with things like Les Pauls and stuff where they break up not too early, but you do have to get some volume out of them. Um, and this one has a Metro Zero Loss effects loop, um, which I'm guessing they've sort of taken that idea from the Brad Paisley one that they did. So you can crank the amp up to max, but you can still run your sort of delay modulation reverb pedals in the effects loop. Um, and actually, their most affordable one of the entire range. Um, this one is coming in uh, introductory price at $13,99 for wow. one by 12 Celestian made um, yeah Celestian made H30 speaker and weighs £34 this, that um, is a very very good price for something yeah. as cool and boutique I've, as a Dr. Z I've never had a problem with a Dr. Z amp I think they're absolutely wicked um, they make great cabs as well um, yeah the Maz series are the ones I've had before um, but the Route 66 was really, really killer. Um, they actually, one thing they make still, which I really want, is the 
Z-Verb, which is their reverb tank, their 6v6 driven reverb tank. Oh, lovely. What, um, like a, like a head-style reverb tank? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, with a dwell control mix and tone. Uh, looks amazing. Oh, that's what I want. How much, how much do they black. cost? How much do they cost? Uh, they are... I think they're about six nine nine. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes, sometimes those like uh, head reverb tanks tend to be like over the thousand pound mark, and it's just it's like oh, it's, 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 yeah, it would I look thought, cool and it would sound cool, but you know that a pedal's going to do a really good job for two hundred quid. I know, because I, uh, recently with the Ulster amp, I'm sort of missing a bit of reverb that I'm used to on on the Morgan. So I'm like, oh, it's got an effects loop. Maybe I should get some sort of ridiculous reverb tank. Oh, that's a good um, idea. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what, when you when you come down, you know what you should uh, you should uh, take back with you because you Matt, you're you're coming down to hang out with me this later this yes, week. Yes, I can't but, wait. But uh, but you should take back with you the. Um, the Anasound uh, Le Brute uh, reverb. Ah, bar. yes, very cool. Yes, and you can some. Is it's got like mount? Hasn't it got mounting screws or something so you can it mount does. it to the back? Yeah, of your you amp? can rack mount it. Yeah, or oh, that is yeah, cool. mount it to your amp. Yeah, that somewhere. sounds good. Yeah, I want to try that. So um, yeah, I think you know, just going back to the Z, amazing amps. If you haven't tried one before, I think Peach Guitars are the only dealer. I think that actually do Peach and UK. Might be a couple of others now. I think maybe Coda on that as well. Um, but they, yeah, they make some amazing amps and definitely worth checking out. So yeah, that's the Jetta. Very cool indeed. Now that actually brings us up to time here uh, on the regular episode of the Guitar oh, we didn't Nerds talk about podcast. The ball. I know, I know. Well, who knows? We might even talk about it maybe on this week's Patreon. Let's episode. do it on the Patreon. Yes, we will be continuing over the Patreon, where for as little as $1 a month you can support the podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early, and of course gets you into Guitar Nerds Live. $5 a month uh, gets you the Patreon episode uh, and loads more. And $10 makes you an executive producer and gets your name read out in a song that I will sing at the end of this episode it's going to be absolutely lovely you can follow us on instagram and twitter at guitar nerds join us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum and you subscribe to our youtube channel <laughs> you can't even read the script when it's written down for yeah you. all right it's because you guys are really looking at me today every time i have to read something scripted it's like you're staring through me it's it anyway you can follow us on youtube you know why do you, you need know a script do that anyway what? Because I want to I make sure you're I a hit... child actor. I, I want to make sure I get lines the... to learn. I'm trying to make sure I hit all the points that I need. You've to... been doing this for like a year. Yeah, well, fine. Anyway, that's it uh, for fine. for, for <laughs> us this week. We'll be continuing over on the Patreon. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell. Fine. Bye. There is Christopher Franklin, Marcus Aukadawaki, Robusto, Stephen Burke, Rob Butterworth, Neil Milton, Marin Peter Stewart Robson, Jeffrey Waxon, Christian Lund Hansen, Zach Melton, Keith Adams, and Steve Ferguson. Yes. Eric File, Andy Joyce, John Anglin, Adam Royce, Chris Jacob, Moore, Rob Gould, Scott Hamilton, and Tucker Amadon. Yeah. Annie Cooper, Zed Woods, Nate Nagel, Nate 
Robin Smith, Derek Rich, Rob Nordwick, Chris Connors, Ed Bradley, Steve Muckle, and Carlos Mantra, Annie McKenzie, Brad Page, and Blair Thomas, yeah, Scott O'Brien, Laurie Anstis, Paul Corrigan, and Will Matthew King, Scott Kane, and Sean Arbor, Christopher Wolfman, Cut Butson, yeah. Oh, 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 look at Donald's executive, the other executive I could. 